to another episode of Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. That's the theme song, Detroit Love, off my first album, The JLE Experience. I own the music and copyright. Facebook don't mean nothing. We have a special episode today, Black History special episode about inclusion and diversity. And we have a great panel to talk about it. We have Dr. Luciano Moore, and we have Discern. Life Consultants Health, Medical CEO and Medical Director, and my third mom, <laughs> Dr. Lisa H. Fuller. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I sure you had a blank for a minute. I have all it on paper, like I normally do. <laughs> all right. First question Do you feel race relations are better or? or worse compared to the 60s and prior? Say, say that question one more time. Do you feel race relations are better or worse compared to the 60s and prior? You know, it's better, but I want to say it's kind of like it's undercover now. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, give us like an example. It's, 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 so, I mean, back then you knew, you knew what was going on, you know, and you know those that, you know, came against you because of, you know, race and color and things of that sort. Um, nowadays it's kind of like under wraps like when you go into certain places or you go into certain neighborhoods uh it's it's not as uh it, it's it's better but it's not as better as it was back then it's gotten better and it's progressing but it's it could it could be better it could be a lot better yeah that's true you don't have the water hoses and dogs, but you might see some stuff in the corporate America on the slide exactly. that you might notice is going that way, but you can't flat out call it that because they didn't say it like they did back then with their chest. Dr. Exactly. Lisa? Well, you know, it's interesting. It's true because a level of sophistication is different. And like you said, when um, HUD, for example, you know, talked about um, when they were able to secure the um, the loans, certain areas were at higher risk. So that's where we get the word, you know, redlining. And then another thing, which is um, is uh, credit, you know, looking at credit scores. Um, another mm -hmm. issue is education um, with respect to getting in opportunities, scholarships. Um, and even financial situations with respect to education, because again, those lines are drawn. And one last thing is um, with respect to the access or the lack of access for healthcare. Mm -hmm. And so these are different levels of disparity that can be um, cloaked in racism. 
Yeah, even if you want to go get a loan for a business or a home. I remember I had a music class, made millennium, and our teacher was, I'm not going to say naive, but he didn't have a grasp of, well, what's the big deal? So we gave all the African-American kids class, like, we're going to give you a basic example. And I got great people that are non-black family, this example. A Caucasian person come in there without the paperwork, looking bummies coming, and they might get more than what they want. The African American come in there with all the paperwork, looking dressed nice, and they might still find a reason not to get it. And we gave him that example, it's like, like pouring to him that he never heard that. Like, yeah, this unfortunately it does happen, but you still just keep pressing through, leaning on God, and you still want to hopefully where you're trying to go. Yeah. Next question. Um, I guess this is for both, or you know, both of you are doctors. What do you contribute for health? What What do you contribute for health care disparities? I'm gonna let you take the lead on that one, Doctor Lisa. <laughs> well, you know, I wanted to say, even now we continue to talk about the Tuskegee experiment. And so it started like in 1932 and it ended mm -hmm. in 1972, but it was 40 years. And what is amazing is the men are about 600 and about 200 that was uh, did not get infected with syphilis. And it was by the CDC and the United States Health and Human Service Department. The cure was antibiotics. I mean, pure, plain, and simple. However, the people didn't know. So some of their spouses got infected. Some of their children were born with congenital syphilis, and some of the men died. Mm. The, the, so that brings a lot of mistrust, you know, for the government, for health care. You know, it, it, it's a problem. And we're not talking about 1918, 1920. Mm -hmm. We're talking to 1972. And so, I mean, there's so many other things, but that's just one of them. And like I said, some people don't have health care. I see that every day, every single day. Or they have certain health care that doesn't even cover. You know, that's some of the disparities or differences in level that, you okay. know, is created. Mm-hmm. Dr. Luciano. So I'm in agreement with, with Dr. Lisa. Um, me being uh, in healthcare, I worked in the hospital. And I got to be honest, you know, my mother, she, she, she passed away suddenly from the, the COVID. And Granted, she didn't take the shots and things like that, but she was she was skeptical. You know, she didn't she had heard all the stories and she had heard, you know, uh, you know, that things that go around in the black community, uh, you know, like, well, you know, they just trying to give us these shots, you know, uh, to take us out. Now, me, myself, I've took the shot. I took uh, the vaccine, the Pfizer, and I'm OK. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there is a it's a pro and a con uh, to that situation. 
um, some people just have more severe underlying health conditions and it might not help as much. Uh, and some, some people don't have that many underlying health conditions and it might have increased uh, their health and, and as well the wellness of their life. Um, but I, I did see a lot of, uh, I did see a lot of discrimination even in the hospital on how they served, um, you know, different, different races. Um, they, they treated some better and they treated them better, uh, by giving them different medications that would help increase life. And then I seen some where they just came in the room and said, listen, you need to call your people because we, we, we're going to put you on a ventilator and that just, that's just it. You know, you didn't really give them an option to, um, to really, you know, have an opportunity to live. Okay. And whatever your preference, where you get a shot, or don't get a shot. We just give them this conversation to enlighten on some issues with this black history month. I don't know. I've heard that too. I've, I got vaccinated. I wanted to. And it was crazy how that became weaponized on if you didn't do it, oh, you're this, or if you did do it, where to each his own. Whatever you felt you needed to do to provide protect for your family. And I, I have heard people I know that work in medical field, them disparities in healthcare coverage, because I mean, even media shows have spoken on how. Some feel that we are superheroes on how we recover, and that's not really the case. We we get sick and bleed just like any other culture and need proper care. I mean, our melanin skin might give us a difference to a degree, in my opinion, because I'm not in the medical field, but I don't think that make us have a Captain America super soldier serum where we shouldn't get the best care possible. Everyone should get the best care possible, no matter what race, creed, religion, or sex. Um, what can help bring unity to races? What can help bring unity? I, you know, I've always thought, I've always thought that we could possibly sit down like in this big like you know how congress has a house and they sit down they talk about issues and circumstances and situations i feel mm -hmm. like when it comes to a racial issue like we could all sit down and talk about it without being so judgmental and well we live here and this is how we do it you know tr try to find some type of common ground you know my my daughter, she just did a uh, she did a Black History project on Martin Luther King, and we we went to the library, we sat down, we talked about it, and we began to talk about segregation, and then we began to talk about what dream that Dr. Martin Luther King had about you know whites and blacks coming together and, and being in one unity. Um, of course, you know that dream did come true. Uh, but I like, you know, to me, I feel like there should be like a big uh, White House or a big Congress room 
for all races to come and not talk about political matters. Talk about the racial issue that's going on that's around the world. It's not just here in America. It's around the world. You know, they, they, mm-hmm. they just, you know, the blacks, you know, it's, it's the Mexicans and how they want to put up walls and it's the Chinese and it's, you know, it's, uh, it's the, the Arabics and it's, it's, it's all minorities. And I feel like we can all come to some type of common ground to say, hey, we can get along. And we can. And it's 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 what the mind has been programmed to think. You know, I mean, you got those from those eras of life that have taught their children and their children have taught their children and their children have taught their children to 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 either hate or to discriminate or to look at this person because they don't have this or look, uh, put their nose down. But if we could all sit down in unity and talk about it and, and be of one sound mind and definitely have prayer in the midst of the whole situation, that's that's one thing that's missing right there, that God ain't in the middle of it. If God was in the middle of it, then we'll have some unity. You know, um, that's one thing I love about the, the church that, I, you know, I... I came from you know there was there was diversity um and everybody came together in unity and if we could do that right there if we could come together and worship god and spirit and the truth and have unity and peace and love i think we could do that in the world it's just going to take that one person or two persons or three persons uh to go out there and start just like when we do ministry you know we go and minister to somebody and, and they get, receive uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. And then once you have uh, witnessed to them, then they go witness to three other people. And those three other people go and witness to uh, 10 to 12 other people. And that brings more unity. That, that's, that's my perception. And that's what okay. I think that we can do. You reach one and you teach one and then they go and do the same thing. That we don't have to have this racial issue because you just said it uh uh brother edwards you know uh we all bleed the same blood that's true you know we eat the same food uh we we breathe the same air we get the same gas in the car uh uh um guess what because prices for gas when you pull up to the gas station i i, I stay in detroit so if there's uh you know me being a, a black man and then there's a a, 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 a a white man coming. Guess what? He's not going to pay a different price of gas. He's going to pay the same type of gas that I'm paying for. If it's 317 for me, it's going to be 317 for him, depending on True. his vehicle. And it might be more. But like you said, we bleed the same blood. So if we can come to that common knowledge and say, hey, you know, we bleed the same blood. We breathe the same air. There's no air different. And God made us all the same we, the only thing that's different is the skin color and, and some in our dna fingerprints and things like that everything else is the same we wake up and we it, 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 it's by god's grace that he broke uh was he would breathe breath into us that we might wake up the same way he do it for me is the same way he do it for another race mm-hmm. dr lisa you know, I agree with that because it's an exponential effect. 
one of the things that I committed to do this month, because there's an ear for it, is to communicate and have discussions like this on as many platforms as I can. And so I say all that to say, where does it start? It starts at the styling salon, at the nail salon. It starts at the barbershop. It starts at the gym. It starts at home. It starts watching TV. It starts at the dinner table. So these discussions is really important that we continue. And I'm not talking about just with each other, but with our neighbors, with our church members, with our friends, with our coworkers, because there are people to this day that don't have people of other ethnicities or races as their friends outside of work. So I say all that to say these conversations that we're having now are so important and it's important to bridge the gap. But not only that, and this is what I think is important also is, is that not only in the month of February, but our eyes and our ears are open to Black History Month, but also, which is important, I believe, is, is that we share the history and the richness of our history and our culture so that when a child is discriminated against, I'm talking about a child of color. And when I say of color, that means color as in throughout the world. It doesn't necessarily mean African-American. It could be Hispanic. It could be Arabic. It could be uh, African from the continent of Africa, Kenya or South Africa. I say all that to say, so when someone says something about their features, they will know, you know what? My features, there's nothing wrong with my features. I have strong features. I am, you know, as the scripture tells us, I am wonderfully, you know, the scriptures say I'm wonderfully made. You know, he he made us all. God is a God who had who mm -hmm. knows, you know, variety. So when we begin these conversations and instill in our children and the next generations, you know what? You're wonderfully made. You're, you're, you're great. You know, you have a mind. You can think. And again, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. When you begin to instill these things constantly, constantly, when the world is saying something else, and guess what? A child says, you know, I can. My mom told me I can. You know, my auntie said I can. Doesn't matter what the obstacles you face, because you have that grounding and that foundation. And so, therefore, when you're 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 out and you're amongst people, you may be interacting with different ethnicities or someone from a different household. And this message has been, you know, said to them: you can do whatever you want to. You can go to school. You can. So you have, quote unquote, in your mind, a level field. Yeah. Both of y'all made great, compelling points. For my two cents, I would say the first issue I see in half is Black History Month. It's the shortest month, and we got the the greatest hits collection. I mean, it's always gonna be Dr. King. Maybe I mean probably Brian James now. Probably Carl Lewis, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, maybe Shirley Chisholm, but. When I had Depth Sep in eighth grade back in the late 90s, I learned we did all type of engineering stuff and created so many things that yeah, you hear about them. You hear about the oldies but goodies like like these top 20 when we have created and done so many great things. And it should be every day you learn about or teach your kids about 
what we've done because we've created a lot of stuff and may not have gotten a patent for it. So we couldn't get that bread from it. But you are from a culture of people that are very creative. And we've gotten away from love thy neighbors thyself. I mean, it's sad to say a lot of us go to church every week and the church ain't really in us because you don't treat people like you love your neighbors yourself. You fall into, well, I'm I'm Caucasian, I'm this, from that one, so we don't like you. And if something was going on with your kid and that person from that other group could help, I think you would want their help. Mm-hmm. And some of this is socially created to keep you divided. I mean, no one is born hating anybody. Everybody's like a blank sheet of paper and you're filled up with either goodness or hatred. And some of this is generational curses by people. They big pappy from back in the 50s hated all black people because this one person cut them off the road. And ever since they hate all black people. Mm -hmm. And they just keep passing that down until one in the generational lineage say, nah, it's not my experience. They someone saved my life. So we ain't gonna go that route no more. And that'll break that curse. And maybe if we start getting more of them type of scenarios, because Hip-hop music, not all of it is good. Some of it ain't great. But when you did have the positive stuff, it kind of blended the cultures of the kids coming up today where they can't hear, well, you say I should hate A, B, and C, but we we like the same stuff. We play sports. We do this. So why should I hate them? You ain't making sense. So some cultural things that have come across have, kind of made the old school that might still keep trying to pass it down. The newer generation ain't really feeling it because we, we're in choir together. What you mean I should hate them? That's my people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, this, and maybe that might be the bridge that's going to start drawing out that old school that one. We got to keep passing down. You hate A, B, C, D, E because of this. Compared to we could build some great stuff if we worked as a team. My other two cents. Um, next question. No, Go ahead. I want to say something, if you don't mind. But, you know, we have to understand, and like you were saying, our culture is very creative. But we have to understand that we were not slaves. We were enslaved. So, therefore, our lives prior to being enslaved was, you know, husbands and wives and you know it was an agricultural society and so they did think there was hierarchy there was a functioning system there was mm-hmm. farming etc cetera, etc cetera. there was a civilization quote unquote within that area so it is mm-hmm. important that we understand and the reason i'm saying that is is because what happens is just the same thing you said is like wait a second we're in choir together we're doing this together you know we're all you know, in unity. So the same way it should be, and I shouldn't say shameful, I should pick another word, but it should be almost taboo to start to say, oh, I hate this one, or I hate that one, because they look different or whatever. We embrace our difference. We embrace our difference and celebrate it. Yeah. I mean, being different is awesome. Mm-hmm. Everybody be the same would be kind of boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's like when you make music. If everybody you, you sound like a bass, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, man. And, and you know what? Um, 
I was just recently um, back during the election. I was working with uh, Senator Michael McDonald, and everybody oh, knows no, that. And you know, a lot of people they were like against me about the whole situation. You know, with him being with the party he was in. But mm-hmm. it wasn't so much the party he was in. It was because of what they saw. And they personally did not know this man. You know what I mean? Like, I got a chance to really get to know. I, I And I had several conversations with him. You know, we were talking about how we could break that wall down, you know, of the racism. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I loved about him, man. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't uptight or anything like that. He was straightforward. He was trying, He what he wanted was to fix a problem. That was it, you know? But everybody else, they scrutinized me because I dealt with him. You know, they felt like, oh, you were dealing with him. I said, no, this that's, that man is my, not my enemy. He didn't do anything to me. Mm-hmm. He, was he did nothing to me. He did nothing to my family. If anything, he's helping me. And I'm yeah. helping him. Yeah, shout and, out to you the know, the world man. don't, you know, people don't look at it like that, you know? Nah. And, 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 and that's sad. Nah. That's really sad. Yeah. They don't look You're at it like that. Independent, Democrat, Republican, all that crap. I don't care what you are. Do you got good ideas that's going to help the people? That, that's, that's all that still matters. That's all, and and you know what? That's what he was trying to do—just help the people. But you know, on my end, uh, being I was connected to a lot of different other people. You know, I'm not gonna say any. You know, I'm not gonna speak any mm-hmm. names up here. <laughs> no, you good. But you know, but they, you know, when I would sit down and talk to him about it, you know, I would say, hey, you know, I represent Senator McDonald. He's a good guy. This, that, and the fourth. Oh, you, you, you're dealing with him, and he's, he's, he's the, uh, he's the enemy. I said, no, he's not. I said, but that's that mind frame, and this is some of my our our own people saying that. You know, I'm yeah, like, this man does not. The, you and, know, he's trying you know, to help you. The crazy part about that, like I said, a lot of us live up in church, but the church ain't in us because when you read the scripture, Jesus. He ran with the thugs and the prostitutes. Yes. He tried yes, to win did. them. He didn't just talk to the people that knew the word. Like, you know it. I need to holler at the ones that don't know. That don't so, know. Don't matter what relig- political affiliation you have, if you're genuinely trying to bring something to the table to help move our society forward and make better laws for everybody, that's all you should care about. Yeah. And it's simple. But see, that goes back to what I was garbage that that goes back to what i was saying earlier you know about minds being programmed to think a certain mm-hmm. thing you know what i mean now their and you know their ancestors have taught them to think this certain way about this certain particular race and it don't got to be like that it's like you said if you in christ it's, it, it tells you right there it, it don't say if you black white green yellow blue then you should love, you know what I'm saying, this particular color. No, uh, love thyself, love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. We got away from that. Your really? neighbor. It didn't say if your neighbor is white, if your neighbor is black, if your neighbor is green, mm-hmm. if your neighbor is Chinese. Then yeah, you, you, don't, love you don't give no, a raise. Love your neighbor. 
okay? As mm -hmm. you love thyself. And I believe, I believe if we could get that, if we can get that program in people's minds, better world. Mm -hmm. We'll have a better world, you know, and there wouldn't be any wars and things of that sort. But we do know, we do know because we are in Christ and we do read the word. We do know there is prophecy and things have to come mm -hmm. to pass. Okay. But yeah. there is a purpose for everybody that's down here that's living that's on true. this earth right now. And the purpose is not for us to be evil to one another because of the, the, the color of your skin. Growing up, I, I grew up, I went to some black schools and I went to some schools that were all white predominantly, or I went to some schools that were mixed up. But, you know, I never saw the color of somebody's skin. I just mm -hmm. said, hey, that's my friend. That's yeah. my friend. And the crazy part, that music class, it was a music appreciation class. We had assignment where we had to listen to a CD. And I'm like, okay, it's going to be some old European classical. And this was Tupac, Dolly Parton. It had an Indian folk singer, a jazz European European person. I'm like, wait a minute. You got all these different flavors doing what? They doing this type of music? That just blew my mind. Like in America, you'll think only country music is country white people. No, they they like country overseas too. It was just mind blowing. And we take that basic concept: anybody can be of service to help. We really would be doing God's great commission. Yeah, and, and you know what's crazy is that. <laughs> What's, what's even more crazy about the whole situation is you got some some blacks trying to be white and you got some whites trying to be black and you know you you do mm -hmm. yeah, you see it every day but then they you know then you got you know then but you know th that's okay you know what I'm saying because mm -hmm. it's okay it, it's it's but it's how you do it and the in the preference you do it in. Don't just Don't be doing it because down. so you try to fit in. Do it because that's who you are. Yeah. Don't, Don't try to change. Or try to fit in. Just be you. Just be you. And, and, and if that's you and, and that's your preference, that's cool. Because that's you. That's that's your MO. Don't don't try to substitute something to make or please somebody else. God made you fearfully and wonderfully made. Period. Yeah, we lack we lack a lot of leaders right now because being a leader, you live with your choices, and it's a generation now where everybody want to follow the trend, and Five we need more right. leaders with ideas that can help move stuff ahead. You know, shout out to the HBCUs. Dr. Angela. Yeah, I'll say Wait. HBCUs. You do you, and that's the thing. You do you. God fearfully, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And the thing is, he he summarized all those Ten Commandments in the Old Testament when he came. He said it in the New Testament. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, inner fiber. I'm paraphrasing it. He said mm -hmm. in the second was in love your neighbor as yourself. Love, love, love. And in 1 Corinthians, it said, 
and love, you know, takes care of everything. So therefore, based in our heart, as we become more reflections of Christ Jesus, our will says, ask anything according to my will and I shall answer. But the reality is, and I just want to say this, as we get closer to Christ and become reflections of Christ, then our will will align up with his will for our lives. As a result, we are reflections of love. And so that hate has to leave. The hate for one another, it has to leave. You know? True. Shout out to the Fish University. <laughs> <laughs> My niece went there too. <laughs> yeah, this is a good conversation because people are afraid to talk about race now. I mean, yeah. President Trump had a point a while back, like we are kind of a weak society where he may use for a different reason, but the point still was true that we don't have those conversations because it's okay to, to disagree. As long as you learn something. It is. It's okay to disagree. It's not a problem with that. Mm-hmm. We got away from that, like, nah, I ain't gonna touch that because, like, we that's how we society has gotten to where we are because you had disagreement, found common ground, and made something that helps society. If we don't do that, we can't we can't get to the Jetsons, you know. That's right. I want that's my right. jetpack. Just <laughs> 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 just get like a little bit off the ground because I don't know about going way up there. I don't like heights like that. <laughs> you know. And that's a great question. What can communities and individuals do to promote unity? Be friendly. Be friendly. You know, um, there's a scripture. There's a scripture on that too, uh, about showing thyself friendly. Mm -hmm. And you know what? What the word was pretty much saying is, you know, you you you, you want to make friends, you got to first show yourself friendly. You know, don't always mm -hmm. be so uptight. You know what I mean? Um, True. I I um I started back driving limos um, this past week uh, just. Some, for some extra money on the side and um i had a um i had a couple that was albanian and then okay. and then you know they were asking me questions and we got along good i mean we laughed we talked talked about mm -hmm. all types of stuff the super bowl what happened at the super bowl but <laughs> i showed myself friendly Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, at the end of the night, they was like, they said, Luciano, you are the best. I mean, the best. You know, granted, I was a little late getting them because of traffic, but all that went out the way because I showed myself friendly. Yeah. And that brought I know, unity. I know at my church where the faith Bishop Butler has taught and his son Pastor Andre got his own church. Right? If you want to, if you want friends, be a friend. Whatever you're looking for, give it out. And Pastor Andre always talked about doing life together with his Bible study groups. I mean, we if you do those small things, you won't see everybody as an enemy. And granted, the devil got soldiers, so your spidey sense is tingling, pay attention. <laughs> There's some clowns out here that want some bull jab. 
but the ones that the Lord let you know that are they cool, it's okay. Say how you doing. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people post COVID. A lot of people got PTSD right now. Some people didn't have families and they were literally alone for months. And they probably become an introvert because we don't know how to engage no more because they might worry about everything they see on the news now. But you say, hey, how you doing? You don't know how that might brighten or change someone's diet. Something that simple. Or if you work with them, like, hey, you okay? You need to pray with you or something? Oh, wow, you'll do that? Like, yeah, I want you good. Them little small, simple acts of kindness will go far along with people, especially in the times mm -hmm. we're living in. I got another question. I guess one last question would be, what hinders us ultimately from being unified, loving, and treating each other as equals? If you had to point to one certain thing. Say that one more time. If you had to point to one certain thing, what would that be that hinders us from being unified, loving, and treating each other equal? The mindset of people. Okay. What you've been taught and what you've been what you've been built upon. That's what's stopping us. And the lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. The lack of knowledge and and knowing um, that you don't I'm trying to find a word I'm trying to find a word I'm thinking about um, it's the lack of knowledge um, it's the mindset what we've been built upon what we've been taught uh, what image people have betrayed um things like that that's what has stopped us um from progressing and moving forward uh you know and, and it's hard because you, you you try to you try to show people a different way of thinking and living and acting towards one another but um they, it's 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 what they've learned already and they stuck on that like you know people uh you know you hear a lot of times like you know they're like oh they're stuck in their ways and that's just how they're going to yeah. be <laughs> and what they do is it's 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 like an infection mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. they they go and spread it somewhere else um i was once again i was watching a movie with my kids i was watching Jackie Robinson okay okay um, um and um as I was watching the movie, you know how you watch a movie and you watch it, it's so good and you're into it. And there are certain parts that you just don't see. It's those little hidden parts. I seen the little boy, I seen his father um, get up there and he was yelling and saying all types of things. To yeah. Robinson. yeah. But then I yeah. seen the little boy. Okay. Yeah. Now the little boy was quiet the entire time. Yeah. Pass it but on. then he looked at his father and he looked at everybody else around him and then he started doing the same thing. Now this little boy was pure at heart. Mm -hmm. He didn't know what was really... He, he came to watch the baseball game. Yep. But what happened was he seen that his father and everybody else that looked like him scrutinizing and slandering this man because of his color. 
Now that young man probably grew up to teach his children mm -hmm. and his children taught his children, their mm -hmm. children. And that's the blockage right there. It's, yep. it's nobody coming to stop. Well, I'm not going to say nobody coming to stop the situation, uh, but it's the individual that continues on feeding and festering off of stuff that happened in the past. Now I can sit up here and just fester off of what happened 400 years ago when black folks was in slavery. Okay, I can fester on that. And I and I hear people say that, oh, you know, we was enslaved for 400 years. Okay, we was. That time is over. It's mm -hmm. over. There's nothing we can do about that. And it wasn't you. It, it was it wasn't you know you're right. <laughs> you didn't experience That's that how, crap. You know, <laughs> and do I feel bad that happened to my people? Of course I do. Mm -hmm. Of course I do, but from here on out, I can't say that all white people back then was like that. No. Because all of them wasn't like that. When you go to different, when you was going to different countries back then too, England and Paris and uh, all those other countries, you got, well, I, you got treated a little bit better than you did over here. Just a little bit. It was a little bit more diverse over there. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, the Queen of England, uh, she wanted to help free, but then there was a back part of that whole situation. I did some history. I did some history. That was one of my favorite subjects, history. I loved it. Okay. And I really dug into it. Um, but I can't sit up here and teach my children to hate uh, another race. Because that's, that's mm -hmm. only creating more problems for the next yeah. era, the next generation. And that's where we need to stop. Stop passing the buck on to the kids. Give me one second, please. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Stop passing the buck. That's me. My one thing would be fear. Because a lot of people, you weaponize fear to make you not like people. Because the unknown, like, they, they're taking your jobs. It is like, gee, you want that job? Okay. So what you crying about? There's other jobs out here. Get out of fear and go find out for yourself. Dr. Lisa? Look, I agree. It's the mindset. We have to, though. And I believe this as I get older, not to allow the people who come before or come after us forget how our ancestors, the price they paid so that we can sure. have the liberties that we have today. I can say that as a woman, I can say that as a person of color. So it's very important that we embrace that. And the reason why I feel that's important is, is because therefore we don't take it for granted not to go vote. Therefore, we don't take it for granted not to do certain things. So it's very, very important that we remember, we understand, I feel, and we celebrate because it helps to build who you are and where you came from. With respect to anger and all that. Now, of course, we need to portray love. 
And the thing is, there's a tactful way to handle those situations. It's one mm-hmm. way to yell and scream, but there's another way. And again, as our culture begins, because again, we're in the informational era. So as our culture yeah. begins more and more and more sophisticated, there are other ways that we can handle things. Again, support, it is so important. We support not only you know other companies and businesses, but our own too. Because someone may not go in the middle of the hood to buy something. And I'm talking about hood as a neighborhood. My neighborhood could be right around the corner. It could be in Centerline. It could be in West, uh, what is it, Dearborn. It could be in Detroit. My neighborhood is my neighborhood. It doesn't have to necessarily be in the hood with respect to the definition, et cetera. But the reason I'm saying that is because I want to sell, I want to, to support my infrastructure in order to make that strong. And I want to support my children who their businesses and their you know companies, my cousin's children, my brother's children, their businesses. And the reason why is is because that provides a foundation and it grows and provides that network. I'm not saying not to support anyone else, but it has to start at home. It has to start in in, in our own structure. And again, the reflection of love, because when you have Christ Jesus, I mean, Holy Spirit comes and lives within us. So hopefully not going to go and cuss someone out or try to beat someone up. <laughs> Holy Spirit living this time. I'm just saying. Now, I'm not saying yeah, this. Hey, but hey, the point is, as we, as the fruit of the Spirit, as we see in Galatians 5.22, as that grows, he grows inside of us and the fruit grows, then we become, and as I said it before, reflections. Because there's a way in the 21st century of handling this. We have minds, we have education, and we can help other people. Being from Appalachian, the, there, when I was growing up, there was about 4%, 4 to 10% minorities in the whole state. So... Mm. I can see it in multiple, multiple layers, you know, educated versus not educated, illiterate versus illiterate, poor Mm -hmm. versus wealthy. I'm just, I see multiple layers, women versus men, people of color versus, and then different ethnicities. I'll share this. I remember years and years and years ago when there were, was a hostage situation and Americans were held hostage and there was someone in the state um, that went in the store and took a grape who was from that country that were holding those people, ate the grape in a grocery store, and the person was uh, taken to jail. Now, why am I saying this? I may be misquoting it exactly, but the point is it resulted in um, uh, active law enforcement. I say all that to say, yes, that's discrimination too. You see what I'm saying? That's hatred too. So we have to look in ourselves and I believe that that's where it starts. It's one thing to not to know something is like, okay, I don't know it and just say, it. but it's a total, as Pastor Moore was saying, as Dr. Moore was saying, it's a total another thing not to know what it is that you don't know. You set in your ways and this is how it's going to be. And you don't know what it is that you don't know, which is causing you to react or to, to navigate through a situation or through life. Mm-hmm that affects not only you, but future generations. It happens all the time, but in a negative impact, it can be devastating. And so that's not a good thing. It's just not a good thing. So one, the one no. thing I would say is, is to be aware 
and again, like you said, Pastor Moore, mindset, pre-supplication, predisposition, pre-prejudices. What is it that I know that I need to change? See what I'm saying? What practices are not, quote unquote, beneficial or hatred, not love? And just some things to reflect on. And it's been a great conversation on first time Black History special. Probably do this again, maybe this month or when I'm kind of booked. But next year, I can definitely maybe set something up for the month and maybe keep the conversation going, do a little bit more. But these conversations are important to have and people are not having them, <laughs> which is weird. We ain't have real conversations no more like we need to. And it's needed. Because this next generation will be the ones after us to be the leaders. And they need that type of leadership and wisdom to keep moving it forward until mm-hmm. until the end. And if the I don't know if the young school still listen to the old school like I did, but if they're not getting it that way, at least we put the information out there for you can't find it. For the ones that do want to look at and be inclusive for everybody to make a better society and keep moving everything forward. So I definitely want to thank Dr. Luciano Moore, Sr., for being part of this awesome panel. And Discern Life Consultants Health CEO and Medical Director. And my third mom, Dr. Lisa H. Fuller, for bringing this up. I had to hit her up like, what are you going to talk about? Look, I'm a second that motion too. She like a mom in the V too. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just had to hear it. Like we're gonna talk about because you already talked about your career stuff. So I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about. Like, okay, I ain't done this yet. It's a cool conversation. People gonna learn something. I hope everybody that listened or the replay learned something from this conversation. Maybe keep it going to where you're learning something different. You ain't being prejudgmental of anybody. It's enough of that going on. I mean, we dealt with that for years, so we shouldn't be doing that to nobody. <laughs> that just sounds funny. That oh, now we're racist? Like really? When, 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 when that happened? <laughs> Don't you know we still got problems in this country? How you gonna be racist? We should be on some Avengers. We all need to link up, type stuff. Exactly. Yeah. That need, that need to be the vibe. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed this conversation. We'll have a great weekend. Supposed to get warmer in Michigan because we had a little ice storm. The babies got to stay home. Nice for them. I remember walking in foot of snow to go to school. We told the school clothes walk back. You know, they they need to be in school. They need to be in school. <laughs> <laughs> On my end, they need to be in school. <laughs> like, what made this so special? We, we had to go to school in a snowsuit. Get out of there. Exactly, you know, exactly. Now nah, they like, no, nah, no, nah, too cold for the baby. They got to stay home. Like, wow. Must be I nice. was just I was just telling my daughter that the other day. She was like, Dad, um, well, what if your car's not working? How long I go to school? I said, Liana, I said, we used to walk <laughs> in the snow to school. Why it was that sounds crazy, place. like you're lying. So you're lying, Dad. Fake news. You didn't do no crazy no, thing I, like that ever before. I we remember, did. okay? Your mama put on you three coats, two <laughs> pair of pants, yep. 
Five socks and through to get to school to learn. And if you were six, you gave me a little call service and say, I'll see you later. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what it was. That was old school, boy. You yes, got that sir. education. You got that education, though. But you know what? Yeah. That's how persistent we need to be about this situation. That's true. Pushing it, you know, just no matter what it was that was going on back there. We, our parents made sure that we had an education or we had what we needed, or if they didn't have a way to work and didn't have a car, they had to get on the bus or catch a cab. Mm -hmm. And they were persistent. And persistence is key to fixing the problem. Okay. To fixing a problem, persistent, it, it has to be in place. That's the mindset people need to have. They have to have persistence to say something has to stop. Mm-hmm. This it has to stop, you know. Uh, you know, you know. You get tired of hearing about the stuff that goes on in the police departments, and you don't. You ain't trying to judge all of them. You know what I mean? Because all of them yeah. ain't bad. You know what I mean? No. You got to select a few. But, but you know, just like they have to be uh, deprogrammed. That's what. That's that's what it is. It, it, there has to be a deprogramming situation going on because everybody has been programmed to either hate or not love or to prejudge or to look at a person and feel like they don't uh, amount up to what you think that they should amount up to. You know, you know, I had people look at me a certain way, you know, after my situations and, you know, uh, <laughs> To be fun, to, to be honest with you, a lot of people still don't believe that I've gotten into ministry or how much I love the Lord or how much I love the Word because of my past mm-hmm. prejudging. But then, then they see me and then they hear me and then they're like, "Oh, I didn't know you knew this, and I didn't know you, knew. you know." Uh, I I don't know. We got to get off. But um, I um, I was taking care of a Jewish rabbi. I, I do okay. home health, took care of a Jewish rabbi. And when the first time I met him, or the first time I was there, uh, he had a keeper. A keeper mm-hmm. is the little, it's a yarmulke. They call it a yarmulke okay. or they call it a keeper. And um, mm-hmm. I said, oh, I said, um, I said, I like your keeper. And then I looked over on his desk and I see he had a shofar. And I said, I love how that shofar looks. And he looked at me. And he was like, you know what that is? I said, yes, I do. What, 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 took, what put the icing on the cake is that I have a, a Jerusalem Bible. Okay. He wanted to see it. And I brought it. And he was so enthused about this, this Jerusalem Bible that I had. How big it was. Okay. Uh, how much information that it held. He couldn't believe it that I that I had hold of something like that. But prejudging, because you don't know. Instead of just, you know, I mean, just go off going off a person's vibe or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. don't take it in, in context of like I'm I'm ignorant to what's going on or what I see or you don't know what I've learned. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <clears throat> so, but that, that's what's going on in the world today. Yeah. It's a lot of 
of that prejudgment going on. And that's that's the problem that we're having. There has to be a deprogramming in order for us to program the right information. I wrote, I, I, I had a sermon two years ago. It was called the download for the upload for the update. Okay. Okay. God downloads the information. He updates our system. Okay. So we can have new information flowing through. And if we can keep doing this, what we're doing right now and putting this out there and people can get some real downloading information into their brain cells and, and, Mm -hmm. and, 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 and let it, let it go off into their heart so it can reprogram how they feel about somebody and let it soak into their spirit so it can stick like glue, then we'll be all right. Amen. Amen. On that note, that was awesome. Y'all have a great weekend, everybody. All right.